We meet today in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1, verse 1 to verse 6. This is the call of the prophet during the reign of Josiah. However, my friend, it would help our understanding of the prophets to weave them into First Samuel all the way to Second Chronicles, the historical books which cover the same period of time. The prophets prophesied during the time period covered by those historical books, with the exception of Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi, who prophesied after the exile. And so these would fit into the time period of the historical books of Ezra and Nehemiah. The words of Jeremiah, the son of Helkiah, of the priests who were in Anatoth, in the land of Benjamin. Jeremiah 1 verse 1. The phrase here, the words of Jeremiah, refer to both the words and the events in the personal history of the prophet Jeremiah. His hometown, of course, is given and identified in the Old Testament as a priestly city located in the land of Benjamin. That priestly city is highlighted in Joshua chapter 21, verse 13 and verse 18. It was in the land of Benjamin, a few miles directly north of Jerusalem. Helkiah, a priest of the line of Abiata, was the father of the prophet Jeremiah. Abiata was removed from the priesthood and exiled to Anatoth by Solomon. That record is in 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 26. Also, Helkiah was the high priest who found the book of the law during the time of King Josiah. It was the finding of the law of the Lord as given to Moses that sparked the revival during the reign of Josiah. Revivals, my friend, are not caused by men. They are caused by the word of God. Never a man, but the book. The word of God is responsible for every revival that has ever taken place in the church. It is true that God has used men, but it is the word of God that brings revival. When Helkiah brought the book of the law in the reign of King Josiah, revival came to Judah. The record of this revival and its effect is actually found in the historic books of Second Kings chapter 22 and in Second Chronicles chapter 33. So we are told, these are the words of Jeremiah, the son of Helkiah, of the priests who were in Anadoth in the land of Benjamin, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, in the thirteenth year of his reign. Jeremiah 1, verse 2. Well, the prophetic ministry of Jeremiah here is clearly dated as beginning during the reign of Josiah, the son of Ammon, who was eight years old when he came to the throne in about 640 B.C. Jeremiah's call came in the thirteenth year of the reign of Josiah, who reigned from 640 to 609 BC. 
Thus, Josiah was 22 years old. Apparently, Jeremiah was about 20 years old himself, so both of them were young men and probably were friends. This would place the beginning of Jeremiah's ministry well around about 626 BC. Three important events actually occurred in that year. First is Ashbanipal, the last king of Assyria, died. Then Scythians invaded Palestine. And thirdly, Jeremiah received a call from God for the prophetic office. So that is very important to take note of. Jeremiah prophesied during 18 years of Josiah's reign, and he was a mourner at his funeral, so he moved even beyond that. Josiah had done a very foolish thing. Even men of God sometimes do foolish things. He went over to fight against the Pharaoh of Egypt at Carchemish, although the Pharaoh had not come up against Judah at all. And for some reason, Josiah went out to fight him in the valley of Asredolon or Amagidon at Megiddo. And there Josiah was slain. Jeremiah mourned over his death because Josiah had been a good king. The last revival that came to these people came under the reign of Josiah. And it was a great revival. And after the death of Josiah, Jeremiah could see that the nation would lapse into a night out of which it would not emerge until after the Babylonian captivity. It was at that time that also God used Jeremiah. It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, until the end of the eleventh year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, until the carrying away of Jerusalem captive in the fifth month. Jeremiah 1 verse 3. Well, this and the preceding verse give to us the exact time of the ministry of Jeremiah from the 13th year of the reign of Josiah and continuing through the carrying away of Jerusalem into captivity. The phrase here, son of Josiah, as associated with Zedekiah, means a descendant of Josiah. The ministry of the prophet Jeremiah began during the reign of Josiah and it extended beyond the reign of Zedekiah. We know that when Judah went into captivity, Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, allowed Jeremiah to stay in the land of Judah. Actually, Jeremiah 39 verse 11 to verse 12 tells us, Now Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, gave charge concerning Jerusalem to Nebuzaran, the captain of the guard, saying, Take him and look after him. And do him no harm, but do to him just as he says to you. Well, of course, Jeremiah didn't want to go to Babylon with the others. They had rejected his message and were being led away captives as he had predicted. In fact, it must have been very painful for him to contemplate that he would go to the captivity with all these people who had not listened to his message. Maybe they had even made him an enemy. When this message came to pass, the prophecies that he had made when they were fulfilled, maybe they even considered him the prophet of doom. 
So Jeremiah decides not to go with them. Since Nebuchadnezzar gave him his choice, he chose to stay in the land with the few who remained there. However, those fugitives took off and went down to Egypt, doing it against the advice of Jeremiah, but as they did, they took him with them. Interesting here, isn't it? Now, in Egypt, Jeremiah continued faithfully giving the word of God. Second Chronicles chapter 36 fills in the history which is omitted here. Some of the issues that we begin to learn is that Jehoahaz, a son of Josiah, is not mentioned in Jeremiah's record. He reigned for three months. He didn't even get the throne warm before they eliminated him. Then the king of Egypt placed his brother Eliakim on the throne and changed his name to Jehoiakim. He reigned for 11 years. Jeremiah warned him not to rebel against Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. However, Jehoiakim did not listen to the advice from Jeremiah and was taken captive to Babylon. After the removal of Eliakim, the king of Babylon put Jehoiakim on the throne in Jerusalem. He reigned three months and ten days. He is not mentioned here either because he too barely got the throne warm and then was eliminated. Nebuchadnezzar took him captive to Babylon. After that, it was Zedekiah, the brother of the father of Jehoiakim, who was placed on the throne at Jerusalem. He reigned 11 years. When Zedekiah rebelled, Nebuchadnezzar came and destroyed Jerusalem, slew the sons of Zedekiah, put out Zedekiah's eyes, and took him captive to Babylon. Now, all this sounds very brutal, and indeed it was brutal, it was cruel. But we must remember that Nebuchadnezzar had been very patient with the city of Jerusalem. Also, the people there refused to listen to God's warning through Jeremiah. Jeremiah continued his ministry to the remnant that was left in Jerusalem. After they forced him to go to Egypt with them, he still continued his ministry in Egypt until the time of his death. We can say that two things characterized the life of Jeremiah, weeping and loneliness. They are the marks of his ministry. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Jeremiah 1, verse 4. The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah here. I can't emphasize that too much. If you are not prepared to go along with that, you might just as well put the book down. It is the word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah. And that word is the one that gives us a message. If you do not believe that this is the word of God, it will have no message for you. This is the word of God. And I don't propose to tell you how God got it through to Jeremiah. But he did get it to him, and it is recorded for us as the word of God. My friend, we have the living word for Africa because it is the word of God. That is what gives us joy in proclaiming this word, in sharing with you as it is, word for word, precept for precept, line for line. Before I formed you, in the womb I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. 
I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Jeremiah 1 verse 5. Well, Jeremiah's prophetic call came as a result of a dialogue with God, just as it was also as a dialogue with Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 6. Here God's word came to him, and there is a dialogue between the two. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. You see, Jeremiah would encounter many false prophets, and it was important that he has the assurance that his call came directly from God. God's call is based upon his knowledge and encompasses his sovereignty and personal selection again. Romans chapter 8 verse 29 supports this. Furthermore, he was sanctified and ordained. Jeremiah was sanctified and ordained to the prophetic office. This passage also serves as a strong biblical example against the practice of abortion. Exodus chapter 21 verse 22 gave us that warning. Why? God's special purpose for Jeremiah was already in progress even before his birth. When someone is uh, contemplating or even considering an abortion, know that God's purpose is already in progress even before the birth of a child. Even before that child is formed, God can actually prevent the forming of the life inside a, mother, a mother's womb. Well, here I am glad that Jeremiah's mother did not practice abortion. He would never have been born. Many people today are asking a silly question actually. When is a child a child? May I say to you, my friend, a child is a child at the very moment he is conceived. Read Psalm 139. There we find David saying, My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret. You skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Isaiah, uh, Psalm 139 verse 15. That is, he was formed in the womb of his mother, and at that moment, life began. Gynecologists tell us that there is tremendous development in the fetus at the very beginning, not at a later stage. Abortion is murder unless it is done to save life. That is the way the word of God looks at it. God says to Jeremiah, before you were born, I knew you and I called you. My friend, anyone who may be considering an abortion, you may be even encouraging it. Know that you will be terminating a life which God says before you were born, before you were formed, I knew you, I called you. Are you fighting against God? Now, why did God say these things to Jeremiah? I believe God said these things to Jeremiah because he is going to ask him to give a message to the people of Judah that will be rejected. Jeremiah is going to be imprisoned because of his stand for God. His message will break his own heart because he loved his own people and he hated to tell them what was going to come upon them. But God wanted a man like this, a tender man, to bring his message to the court 
of old Ahab and Jezebel. God had sent a hard-boiled prophet by the name, really, Elijah. But the kingdom of Judah goes into captivity. But before the kingdom of Judah goes into captivity, God wants his people to know that he loves them and he wants to save them and deliver them. For this reason, he chose this man, Jeremiah. Therefore, God is saying these things to Jeremiah to encourage him. He said, I want you to know, Jeremiah, that the important thing is that I am the one who has called you. I have ordained you and I have sanctified you. Now that brings us to the word sanctification. It simply means to set aside for the use of God. Those old vessels that were used in the temple and the tabernacle, old beaten up pots and pans, which were used in God's service, were called holy vessels, sanctified vessels. When they looked as if they should be traded in for a new set, why were they called holy? They were called holy because they were for the use of God. Anything that is set aside for the use of God is sanctified. God says, before you were born, Jeremiah, I set you aside for my use. So don't worry about the effect of your message. You just give the message. It is my message. Interesting and also important to note. Frankly, God expects the same of me. That is my responsibility. I'm not responsible to you. I'm responsible to God. And I turn my report into him, by the way. It is just too bad if what I say does not please you. I would say, I'm sorry. I wish I would change. If you're giving out the word of God, you are responsible to God. And God has set you aside for that ministry. So God goes on to say, I ordained you a prophet to the nation. This gave authority to Jeremiah. It offered him encouragement that would help him through many dark days. But he needed that. Now here is Jeremiah's response. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. Jeremiah 1, verse 6. Well, like I said earlier on, Jeremiah was probably about 20 years old at the time. But this verse would not lead you to think so, isn't it? Actually, he was not a child as we think of a child today. The Hebrew term rendered youth here indicates three things about Jeremiah. Basically, first of all, he was a very young man when he became conscious of God's call. Secondly, he felt that he lacked the strength and the wisdom necessary for the task to which he was called. Thirdly, he was inexperienced in prophetic service. However, God looks beyond human weakness. God looks beyond human weaknesses and inadequacies. That was true for Moses. That was even true for other saints. And so, the man whom God calls he will faithfully equip. Zechariah 4 verse 6 tells us, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Now, my friend, have you ever noticed that the man whom God uses is the man who doesn't think he can do it? If you think you can do it today, then I say to you that I don't think God can use you. 
The word in life study Bible has a wonderful encouragement here based on Jeremiah's feelings of inadequacies. And I thought, I need to quote these to you for your own encouragement and for my encouragement as well. Listen to what the Word in Life Study Bible says. Young people can easily feel intimidated in the presence of older adults, especially if they must perform a solo activity or take a stand for a principle. When Jeremiah was called by God to serve as a prophet to Judah and the nations, he complained that he was too young. Perhaps he was imagining how the stern faces of his elders would look when he announced that God was going to judge them for their sins. Like Jeremiah, you may feel intimidated by older co-workers and superiors, members of your community or relatives. Perhaps you are new on a job or have just graduated from school or maybe you have just settled in a new community. As the young newcomer, you may be afraid to make waves, especially if living according to biblical values goes against the prevailing climate or culture. But consider these suggestions. Remember that you are God's representative in your community, on the job, and in your family. Ultimately, you are where you are to seek his glory, not your own power or prestige. Secondly, listen carefully for God's instructions to you. They normally come through prayer, reading and studying the word of God, paying attention to the advice of seasoned believers who have walked the path before you. Thirdly, put your confidence in God's power and provision. The Lord will use your skills and abilities, but in his ways, in his time, and for his glory. I thought that is fitting, my friend. My beloved, I think this is the right note for us to end our study today. You are God's ambassador. Listen to his instructions and trust that he will protect and provide for you. Hallelujah. You can have copies of the notes and outlines used for these Living Word for Africa programs so you can follow them as you listen. For your copies, please send an email to info at twrafrica.org. Please say which book of the Bible you want them for and be sure to include your name and contact information. Let me repeat that email address for you. Info at twrafrica.org.